Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith. It's wonderful to have you here. The news item I have today, uh, well, I was going to say concerns our neighbors to the north, but it really depends on who you are. It might be your country, depending on where you live. I guess it could be your neighbors to the far west or the far east. Regardless, it's Canada. It's actually a news item from CBC News, and it was posted January 13th, uh, earlier this year. The title is this. Alberta students to define their own gender. Five big changes in new school guidelines. Let me just start the article. I mean, you can see where this is going already, but still, let me, let me get into it. It says, schools should erase old divides that force students into male and female roles, according to new guidelines released Wednesday by the Alberta government that advise teachers to let kids choose which washroom they want to use and what name appears on their report cards. I won't go into a, a lot of details. I actually do have a copy of the document. I was going to bring it here to the studio and I forgot. It has a beautiful rainbow uh, on the front cover. It's a 21 page document in which the government gives guidance for schools. Actually, they've really done a pretty good job here in the article of breaking it down to five particularly important sections. Uh, for instance, number one, pick your pronoun. Mentioning that in the document, uh, some individuals may not feel included in the use of the pronouns he or she and may prefer alternate pronouns such as z, zer, her has an i instead of an e, uh, they or them, or might wish to express themselves or self-identify in other ways. Um, my apologies for mispronouncing z if that's not how it's pronounced. Uh, it talks about how staff is encouraged to use the students' names that they themselves choose on a day-to-day -day basis. It says there may be a name on the document for their official records, but ask the student what he or she or Z or Zer or whatever wants to be called because the official name might be Bob, but the child might want to go by Sally. Uh, it does highlight a few others. Uh, the second point, the second section they point out, playing for the boys or girls team. Let the children decide if they want to play with all the boys in sports or all the girls in sports, depending on what they think they are. Uh, talks about number three, using male or female washrooms or neither, trying to provide a washroom that is neither male nor female, but regardless, letting them go into whichever one they want. Uh, picking the change room that they prefer, the next section. Uh, we call that in America a locker room, say for the gym. Just choosing which one you want. Uh, for those that are offended by that, providing them a third locker room or the way you it starts to say a fourth or a fifth, it seems like, but still another option. And then fifthly, uh, establishing gay-straight alliances in the school. <clears throat> now, let me say a few things. One, we don't get involved in government policies. It's just it's not our approach on tomorrow's world. It's not what God has called us to do. Uh, we don't get into determining policy and voting and all the rest. In fact, let me go ahead and make another point. I'm not even a Canadian. Uh, I am an American. Even if I wanted to get involved in Canadian politics, I wouldn't be able to, and I don't want to. Thirdly, let me say, I'm not a licensed psychiatrist or licensed psychotherapist or any of those psycho sort of words. So I actually don't have the ability to declare a person technically uh, insane or out of their minds perhaps. But let me do say this represents moral insanity. This is absolutely bonkers. Uh, truly moral chaos might actually be the better word. 
professional educators, if anyone should have a sense, professional educators should understand at least two fundamental truths that the Bible makes plain and simple. Uh, actually, one we read in Proverbs 22 and verse 15. It says, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. Foolishness. They're children. That's one reason, among many, we have a special name for them that's different than adults. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. Their natural state is one of confusion and foolishness. You ask a, a kindergartner what name he wants to go by, he might just as well choose Batman. I actually think some of my kids might have gone for that. But it'd be awesome being raised in school and saying, I made all my teachers call me Batman. Foolishness, craziness, you know, studies have shown, I've actually referred to them in other webcasts. Uh, go see the one on Joshua Alcorn. Studies have shown that any kind of gender confusion that shows up in children, for the vast majority of those children, if you give them time, it just goes away. They actually get over it. Something like this creates more confusion, takes that confusion and legitimizes it as somehow a healthy state just for what it is, when that's not what it is. A child has to be reared and shown a path, which brings us to the second fundamental point that an educational professional should know. The very same chapter of the Bible, Proverbs 22, in verse 6, says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. That is an obligation we have as adults to rear children and show them a path, not somehow crown their confusion. And I pray Alberta and the rest of us get off of this crazy train sometime soon. Thank you very much for watching. Please do check us out at tomorrowsworld.org for other information you truly might benefit from.